Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1785. Today we're having fun at Skip Barber Racing School. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Avon, Indiana, with a very special guest by the name of Kirk Dooley. Hey, Kirk, welcome to Cars Yeah. Almost a silly question here. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Strapped in, ready to go. Yeah, no doubt. I'll explain why I'm referring to that in a minute, but before I dive into a proper introduction for Kirk, what's one little thing that most people don't know about you? Well, I might have to uh, to go with that. Uh, I owe a great deal of the success for my career on the ill-fated and poor decision to purchase a Thunderbird Super Coupe. <laughs> a Thunderbird Super Coupe. Okay, you've got to elaborate on this a little bit. Well, it's just it's a fun way to trace back on my journey because you know what I did to try to keep that car as a young Lance Corporal Marine who couldn't afford it, and what I did to get out from underneath it uh, kind of launched me on a special career track that became distinguishing, which led to more distinguishing opportunities uh, that really kind of defined a, a, a you know my military career. So uh, not not every bad car purchase has to have a bad ending. No, no, absolutely, they can always drive us to a new destination. To use a bad pun here, well, maybe we'll learn a little bit more about. That, but let me give you a proper introduction, and we're going to dive into your story. Kirk is the Chief Operating Officer for Skip Barber Racing School and enjoyed the racing industry after having served a distinguished 24-year career in the Marine Corps. Hoorah! Thank you for your service, the majority of which he spent in intelligence and special operations communities. His career was marked with a unique variety of assignments that include work at the American embassies in London and Brazil and took him to more than 20 countries, including Iraq and Afghanistan. After retiring, Kirk and his family relocated to Indianapolis, the racing capital of the world, of course, to chase his passion in motorsports. Here he went on to serve as chief of staff for the IndyCar Racing Series and as Director of Event Operations at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Today, he is proud to be part of the iconic Skip Barber Racing School and to help take this legendary brand to new heights. And I want to tell you, I earned a racing license at Skip Barber Racing School, Laguna Seca, and then I went on and took a three-day open-wheel school at Elkhart Lake. So I can tell you from firsthand experience, attending Skip Barber Racing School, even if you don't want to go racing, is an incredible experience, and we're going to learn more about that in a minute. But first, a word from our sponsor. So sit tight, keep your seatbelts on. We're at the track at Skip Barber Racing School. We'll be right back. Are you ready to get out and hit the road? Boy, I sure am. This country has so much to offer, and what better way than to get out and drive? Covercraft protects the things that move you. From protective covers for the outside of your vehicles to the inside with dash covers, seat covers, and sunscreens, all creatively designed to keep your vehicle cool for those roadside stops for a meal or to take in the view. Covercraft custom tailors their designs for your special vehicles and manufacturers with the quality and attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Road trips can be hard on your vehicle services, so protect them. And when you get home, cleanup is fast and easy. And you want to get a deal? Well, I've got one just for you. 
Use the code YA21 at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off compliments of Cars Yeah. Simply use the code YEAH21, YA21, at checkout. I've been protecting my vehicles with Covercraft covers since 1975. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Go to Covercraft.com today. American Collectors Insurance, that's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. Yeah, the one I call my orange crush. When it came time to renew my policy, my carrier jacked my rates up, even though I'd been with them for years. I'd never made a claim. No tickets, nothing. What's with that? Adios. So I started shopping around and kept hearing about American Collectors Insurance from fellow automotive enthusiasts, friends, and folks in the car industry. I did some investigating and learned that American Collectors Insurance have been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I'm not a price shopper when it comes to insurance. I want to be able to sleep at night. I also want agreed value protection for my special ride. With an agreed valued policy from American Collectors Insurance, I'll be paid what my vehicle's full agreed value is. A number I set with the insurer at the start of the policy so I know there will be no surprises about what my car's value is, should something terrible happen. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH, that's 866 866- 224-9324 and protect the ones you love. Make sure you tell them Mark sent you. You'll be glad you did. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, Kirk, we're back now as we continue on this journey of yours. I'm going to call your life. I'd like to start with a mantra or a success quote. Some kind of saying that has great meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the tires spinning here on cars. Yeah, so Kirk, take a lap. Well, I'll probably go with uh, all it takes is all you've got. <laughs> now, that sounds like a, mar- a Marine saying. Absolutely. I mean, it was commonplace around Marsoc. It was just a, a frequent uh, mindset, I guess you will, to uh, keep you going through a lot of tough times. Yeah. I think it's important because most folks don't really know what they've got and, uh, you know, or how far you can push yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, as many times as I've been stretched and pushed within the, you know, the Marine Corps career, never really found that limit truly. And uh, it's just amazing what the human mind and the human body can, can do. And uh, it's just, it's, I think it's important for people to understand that we are capable of so much more than we think. You know, it's so, so important. I mentioned to Kirk at the beginning, my father-in-law was a lifelong Marine. Well, you're, once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine. I learned that Absolutely. Uh, forever, even after you've retired. And a lot of things he taught me, some wonderful things. He was an incredible man. But you're right. The military has a incredible way of helping people be so much more than they think they ever can be. So give me maybe an example Because for those out there that maybe aren't in the military, never been in the military, that don't know that they can really be so much more. And they have all these, is is it self-limiting beliefs that keep people back or is there something else there? Well, I think so often that it is. I, again, just the the ability to strive and to push for excellence, to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you must do that in, in military service. And I think that it does a great job of of taking uh, you know young men and women and uh, and and empowering them, training them, uh, building them into something that can do you know things that they never thought was possible before. Um, I mean, I, I think that for even for myself, my my choice to join the Marine Corps immediately out of high school um, was was very defining. 
as a young guy who was, you know, was not really focused on school or anything, uh, couldn't be, you know, bothered with uh, the thought of college. But uh, as soon as I got to my first duty station, immediately started taking night class because I was, I was, you know, you know awoken, I guess. Uh, it was, you know, just as far as that, you know, striving for excellence. Right. Yeah. That striving for excellence. What's that saying? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. And that comes to mind with this discussion we're having. It really is a mindset. And for uh, the Marine Corps, the disciplines that you instill are, are instilled in you there. And then the opportunities to do all sorts of interesting things and learn and grow and and be so much stronger is key. So I, I think it's great for so many people who don't really have a focus in life or a place to go uh, to go into the military and learn. Uh, I think there's probably some slogan in some, one of the branches, be all you can be. Maybe that was the Army. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, my father was in the Army for a brief time. So uh, we've got a couple of veterans here in the family. Well, let's dive into what you're doing now, because you left the Marine Corps with all sorts of talents and disciplines, and then you took it into your passion, which is what Cars yeah is all about, wrapping your passion with automobiles into your career, into your lives. You're now at Skip Barber, one of my favorite places. I mentioned that I received and earned my my racing license there and another certificate uh, at Road America. It's so much fun. The people there were so professional and they helped me get over the, I should say, the fears that I had going into it because I thought I wanted to be a vintage racer, but I wasn't quite sure. And I thought maybe I better do this. Well, I had to get a license anyway to make sure I'm at, at comfortable at speed. And I tell you, it was an amazing experience. I had so much fun. I gained a lot of confidence. So talk more about what's new, what's going on at Skip Barber Racing these days. Well, absolutely. And it's great to have you as, you know, one of the 350,000, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, uh, comprises, you know, Skip Barber. So, uh, and yes, it's a bucket list experience for, for many, or it can help launch professional, you know, racing careers. I think that uh, what's exciting is to, uh, you, know, you know, what really attracted me to, uh, to join the team with Skip Barber is the new leadership. The new owners uh, who have done such remarkable things with the brand in just the last uh, two or three years. I mean, we've got a uh, you know an, an incredible fleet that uh, helps support our signature racing schools who still have. I mean, we still got Hall of Fame instructors like Terry Irwood and Bruce McGinnis uh, uh, helping support. But uh, you know, the the fleet now includes my gal Formula Four uh, chassis. We've got uh, we might be one of the largest owners of that chassis in the other world at this point. So your open wheel experience would be very very different today with that paddle shifted uh, you know race yeah, car. I'll bet. Yeah, absolutely. Got multiple fleets of the Mustang GTs that were able to push around to multiple tracks at the same time in the country. Route Roush, uh, Stage 3, 750 horsepower, American supercars, which are just incredible out there. The acceleration and performance of that piece, uh, just, again, breathtaking. And uh, one of the newest uh, additions are the uh, HBD uh, Honda Type R uh, TC America race cars that we have um, on hand for it to help support some of the advanced racing schools. So I think, that, uh, you know, the, the, the diversification of those chassis really makes us a one-stop shop for, again, the casual enthusiast all the way to the aspiring uh, professional race car driver, that we've got something to offer each one of them to help diversify and build those skill sets. Absolutely. And alongside the, uh, the, the TC cars, I mean, we have a proper race team that will that will campaign uh, two cars in the TC uh, class and two more cars in the TCA class with the uh, Civic uh, SIs um, with a partnership uh, with HPD. So very excited about how that's coming together. We'll be debuting for our first race at Sonoma alongside the SRO uh, series weekend. So it's really, you know, it's just such an awesome opportunity to take these drivers, give them that experience in the pro paddock and, uh, and, and you know, just hone those skills and the overall professionalism for the business of racing. Um, and alongside 
alongside that, even, you know, uh, aligned with the same weekend, we've brought back the uh, Skip Barber Formula Race Series with those uh, Miguel F4s. So the, uh, the that historic series that so many of, of today's champions cut their teeth competing in, we now offer, uh, you know, in, in, in a turnkey type of uh, opportunity for many. And throughout each, it's unprecedented, you know, or, you know, unequaled private coaching, unequaled driver development, uh, you know, each day and each time that we've uh, that we're out there. And other things that continue to really grow and, and be enhanced include uh, just our professional driver training, that uh, defensive driver type of uh, expertise uh, that applies to you know the everyday driving that we do. I mean, it's one of the, the one things that we do every day, and uh, so many of us are, are terrible at it. Uh, the opportunity to come through the Haggerty Driving Academy and uh, and he's brush up on those car control skills is also a a heck of a lot of fun, and b truly will make a difference for you on the street. Oh, you guys are doing all sorts of things. Now, I had the original Skip Barber, the founder of the company, on my show some years ago, uh, an icon in the whole industry. Now, you're under a whole new management ownership program in the last two or three years, which is very exciting, which explains why there's so much more going on. There's a revitalization. Not like Skip Barber really ever went away that much, but this is all new, all sorts of cool stuff. I mean, this is huge. So, Let's start with one thing here. If, if somebody just has on their bucket list to go to a racetrack and be able to drive a race car, quote unquote, you have that program for people who are at the very beginning and then, as you mentioned, all the way through pros. So I want to share with listeners here the idea of that bucket list because so many of us think well, racing is cool, but we'll never be race cars. We don't think we want to go into it. It's very expensive and so forth. Can you tell a little bit about what that base program's like, that two, three-day school? I did a three-day open-wheel school, and then I did a one-day skid pad. Back then, there were Vipers, and they were the uh, the trucks that they had. We were actually in a pickup truck that had 500 horsepower spinning around the track a little bit and the skid pad. So talk about kind of that beginner's bucket list dream day trip to Skip Barber. Well, we've, we, we offer uh, half-day programs, which are intro to racing, which gives them that taste. Uh, there is you know, certainly some instruction, but it keeps it in kind of a bite-sized opportunity to get out there, go fast on track, get behind the wheel. And more than likely, it uh, simply uh, sets the hook and they have to come back for more. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and then next, you're looking at your, uh, you know, your one-day signature race school. I mean, that is, you know, while one day is, is, uh, has some limitations, you're still able to get uh, and pack a lot into that uh, – that opportunity for instruction. Uh, inevitably, though, that leads to the three-day, uh, which is, I would say, what is the sign- the true signature uh, school for for Skip Barber. Yeah. And it's important to note out, note that we can do that within the uh, the Mustang uh, GT uh, chassis for you know for stands, as well as the uh, the Formula Fours. We offer programs and have the instruction and, and expertise to take people from really zero to sixty uh, within that curriculum and get them behind the wheel of that Formula Four uh, right off the bat. So. Again, from whether you've got racing experience or not, we've got uh, all the you know demonstrated skill sets to take you and make you, uh, you know, successful. From there, it just goes up into your advanced racing schools with a variety of our chassis, private coaching. I mean, it's really it's uh, there. There's a lot uh, that can be done, uh, and really, it just comes down to what the person's needs are. We Absolutely. we are focused on you know customizing whatever a client might need when they come to us. Yeah, it's fantastic. Now, where are all the different locations that Skip Barber resides at where people can go around the country? I think that's the uh, key capability is that we can go almost anywhere. We, we travel and, and, and move this uh, 
uh, this, the, the school itself to multiple racetracks. We have a heavy presence down at Circuit of the Americas. We spend a lot of time at Laguna Seca, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, New Jersey Motorsports Park, Lime Rock. Uh, you know, Skip Barber, the uh, the man, he remains a, a a central figure within, you know, as far as within the company itself. So he's he's a great advisor and mentor, and we uh, work closely with him, as well as uh, really all the iconic tracks we do go to and we will go to. And uh, so there's really no limitations. It's really cool. I love the whole idea. And I'll tell listeners out there, if you've been thinking about this, I know sometimes it can be a little intimidating, maybe a little frightening. Uh, They make it very, very comfortable. They build you up slowly, so you're never over your head. There's, I never had a sense that there was competition within the classes. It was more about you individual and how you can grow. Some people move up faster than others. Some people need a little bit more coaching and help. I found it to be a wonderful experience when I did it, and this was some time ago, and no doubt things have only gotten better and better and certainly more expansive with what you're doing. Kirk, I always ask my guests about a big challenge. Now, being in the Marine Corps, doing what you've done around the world, certainly lots of challenges. Being in the business you're in now and after going through a year of pandemic and we're still suffering from that a bit, can you share a big challenge, maybe even a big failure you faced in your career, but more importantly, it's more about what you learned from that experience and how you move forward in a positive way. So take us on a little journey, if you would. Well, sure. Um, I mean, we've all experienced, you know, levels of, of challenge and failure. failure. Um, but I think one that might relate, uh, you know, to other things, I'll, I'll point back to when I joined uh, Marine Special Operations Command. Um, I, I joined first as an intelligence officer and uh, went on a deployment with them and, uh, you know, served in that capacity. But there was an opportunity where I was selected for a senior leadership position, but it would have been as a special operations officer before I had made the uh, the conversion. So uh, with that, uh, there was a certain amount of resistance, uh, even an outspoken critic by another senior officer about bringing in this unconventional candidate to this, uh, this, this, this role. So with that, uh, you know, this was an important role. You know, I mean, I was, you know, would have been leading, you know, 500 steely-eyed meat eaters. Um, and <laughs> there was a natural feeling of being a bit of an outsider because I didn't have the same path, the same pipeline that some of the uh, more infantry-focused officers may have had. So the natural self-doubt would creep in. You know, the there were certain, you know, gaps that, uh, you know, that I w- would recognize. And I didn't always have all the answers immediately. But what I learned was if you put in the work, and you're willing to move faster than everyone else in order to catch up, that you'll get there. If you can become comfortable with that self-doubt, be able to trust yourself to draw from, uh, you know, Kipling's If uh, poem, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too, that you'll achieve, you know, bold things, you know, push yourself, do those bold things, never be content with your comfort zone. And I would just, uh, you know, finish off that uh, that story by saying that that one senior officer, uh, you know, after I was selected to go on to uh, be second in command for a 750-man special operations task force in Afghanistan later, he came back and apologized for ever doubting. So it was a certain amount of validation yes. for that uh, that period. So Bravo. Well, congratulations for taking that on and achieving that. And uh, very big of him to come back and realize his mistake. And hopefully he've, he learned something from that going forward for other opportunities for other people. Was there a big challenge for you when you came out of the military? You were in the military for 24 years, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, a long time. And then coming into a private sector and then going into the field of motorsports, kind of different than deployments and going around the world uh, as a Marine. Uh, were there some challenges that were unique to that transition or was it fairly simple? 
Well, I mean, I would say that in some cases, and it would be logical that 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 outsider, that uh, you know, that that new challenge that I had just kind of you know spoken of with the uh, the uh, the Marsog experience, uh, you know, applied there too. But you know, you work hard, you drive hard, um, and you'll you'll get there. But I also had the uh, the luxury of joining a great team. You know, my first uh, opportunity with uh, with IndyCar. I mean, again, just uh, absolutely blessed for some of the uh, the opportunities that uh, that materialized. Um, but, uh, you know, working closely with Mark Miles and, and Jay Fry and, and that team really helped that and allowed you know, me to leverage what expertise did e- exist from the military background while recognizing that, no, there's a lot of racing things that didn't, you know, but you're still focusing on the uh, the skill sets. Likewise, with my shift over to, uh, to to IMS, you know, working with great folks there with Doug Bowles, uh, a lot of an, a lot of important work there with the, uh, the Indy 500 and all the exciting events that we had, which, you know, I might just pause. Uh, did you ever have a chance to go to the, uh, the Red Bull Air Race. No, I didn't. I wish uh, I had. Well, that's what was exciting, just the variety of events there. Um, you know, seeing airplanes race, you know, below you and you're in the upper part of the stands. But uh, yeah. so unique challenges like that, where we were all trying to figure things out in that operational background, uh, I think helped, uh, you know, play into that. Congratulations on making that transition, and certainly you're having some fun. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back. I want to dive a little bit into your personal passion for cars here, Kirk, so sit tight. We're at Skip Barber Racing School having some fun today with Kirk Dooley. Be right back. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. Join Linkage. Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. And by the way, if you use the code CARSYEAH at checkout when you subscribe at Linkage, you'll get $10 off. Use the code CARSYEAH. Do it today. I'm honored to say that my charity of choice here at CARSYEAH is Tech Force Foundation. They help young people find an education and career that aligns with their passions. For those who love cars, problem solving, and working with their hands, a career as a professional automotive technician is the perfect fit for a fulfilling life. We're all wired differently, and not every successful career demands a four-year university. Technical education and the skilled trades matter, and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling. Learn more about how you can support tomorrow's driving force and workforce of technicians at techforce.org, like I do here at Cars Yeah. All right, we're back. Now, share with me a story, Kirk, that instigated this passion you have for cars. Maybe that pivotal moment when you knew that you were a bit of a car guy, in addition to being a Marine. I, rec- I mean, I recall as a kid, my father receiving the very first 87 Mustang GT that was delivered to Indiana. 
nice five speed gray on gray. I mean, it was a remarkable thing everywhere we went was, uh, you know, it was quite a spectacle, you know, in the gas stations and the like. And that just really made a, uh, an impression on me um, with, uh, you know, with just its performance, its sound at the time. I mean, it was a really, really cool car. Um, you know, that coupled with just watching Motor Trend, uh, you know, on Saturday mornings and the like, you know, I think those were a lot of the seeds uh, became kind of uh, planted for for that passion, although I don't believe that the uh, the cop shared that that same uh, <laughs> sense of you know didn't appreciate that you know when I when he gave me my driver's test in that uh, same same Mustang you know be, you know put me on a nice steep hill in the five speed uh, doing a parallel park uh, <laughs> but uh, I, you know I just I really kind of go back to that eighty seven GT as as kind of the uh, the spark on a lot of different things. No doubt. Nice way to get sparked. Was there a really special vehicle in your life? Maybe this is a vehicle in the past or a current vehicle. Could be something you're looking forward to. Uh, and maybe share a memory or a thought you have about that special vehicle. I'll probably go with uh, my 94 Mustang Cobra. Uh, got that after, uh, you know, uh, right before I was commissioned uh -huh. um, and proceeded to dump thousands of dollars into it. Uh, so just in terms of the modification and everything needed to be bigger, better, faster, uh, that's where the uh, obsession with, uh, you know, go fast parts really started to, uh, <laughs> to take hold as well as the, uh, the credit card debt. Yeah. Will. Oh, I know. Why is it always that way as car people? You know, we just can't leave it alone. There's always something else we want to add. It starts with the wheels, stereo system, suspension. Yeah. It never ends, does it? That's right. Always an excuse to have to buy a new motor, a new transmission. <laughs> I think I hear something. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went you went in deep. That's for sure. Well, here's a bit of an introspective question for you, Kirk. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifest as a vehicle, not what you want to be, but your attributes as a human into a vehicle, what would Kirk Dooley be? But more importantly, why? Well, so I asked my uh, my boys that question, and they came back with a Mustang. Okay. And I think I'm okay with that, uh, assuming that they didn't mean a 1975 Mustang II. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but perhaps, you know, maybe the why on this is a, you know, just plain bargain American muscle that needs a lot of replacement parts. <laughs> um, you know, I think uh, easier to work with, but uh, can get sideways when pushed too hard with that sawed rear axle. And, uh, and as a, you know, and a Mustang is a, a term given to enlisted Marines who become commissioned officers, which was, uh, certainly my career path. So I've, I, I, there's been a nice relationship with Mustangs over the years. So I think that that one I, I'm okay with. I think that sounds pretty good. I had a 66 fastback that was built into a Shelby GT 350 clone, and it was my daily driver for several years. I'll tell you. I've had a lot of really cool cars, but that car probably attracted more attention. Well, maybe the 550 Beck Spider I had, that one was even more unique. But that Mustang, I couldn't get gas without somebody coming up and sharing a Mustang story from their past, either a car they had or a family member. They just attract people. Uh, they're so iconic, and those first original Mustangs, of course, are pretty darn cool, and I love the Fastback. Uh, absolutely. But what they're doing now with the Mustangs, oh my, it's like, oh, all that spirit is back. Uh, there's some pretty cool uh, Mustangs out there today. So I like it. Nice answer. All right. We're entering what I call the last lap. You've been there working around tracks. You know what that means. The white flag is out. We're going to do some quick pedal to the metal throttle questions and answers. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits, Kirk, that you believe has helped contribute to your many successes in life? I'd probably just have to say the uh, the ability to grind. 
just do the work, get it done. No, no special, uh, you know, intrinsic talents or uh, you know, intellect. Just uh, get the job done. Get it done. If you could have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? Uh, Carol Shelby, I think. Uh, yeah, there's a Mustang guy, right? Oh, you bet. I mean, between that and the Cobra, I'm sure his name comes up on other guests in your show. But uh, what a fascinating character, uh, you know, and just what he's accomplished, you know, seemingly through just such a force of personality. You know, a real tough guy. That sounds like a, a, a guy I'd like to share a bourbon with. I think so. Yeah, I was fortunate to meet him at Laguna Seca the year during the historic races he was featured. And I brought the the glove box off my Mustang I had at the time and had him sign it and uh, still have that hanging in my garage today. So I kept it when I sold that car. When it comes to best automotive advice, or maybe we relate this to participating in uh, the fun that you guys have to do there, or the fun that you guys offer there, what's the greatest, greatest advice someone else ever offered you? <laughs> Stop buying go fast parts until you buy some go fast tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start with the tire. You, you know, that's pretty amazing. When I thought I wanted to go racing, the first thing I did, and it was great advice, I had a BMW M3, and someone said, You should go to the track, do some track days, and see if you're comfortable at speed. And uh, when I got there, one of the other BMW guys said, You know, what you should really do if you get into this is put some better tires on the car. Don't use your street tires, you're going to rip them to pieces. And that's what I did. Got an extra set of wheels and slicks. And oh, man, that made a massive difference. So tires. Yeah. I wouldn't think twice about uh, you know, putting a supercharger on the car, but uh, <laughs> you know, like tire. Oh, geez, I just can't quite find the money. <laughs> uh, yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's uh, absolutely true. And I tell you, we just came through a, a rare snow here and you see people sliding off the roads and things. And uh, you think, well, I've got four wheel drive. What happened? Well, it's the tires. It's always about the tires, that little patch on the road. You learn that when you go to Skip Barber Racing School. Now, when it comes to resources, is it a great resource you'd like to share with our listeners? I'm going with skipbarber.com. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Oh, yes. Just come check out everything that we've got going on. You know, from mild to wild, we've got something, you know, for every uh, enthusiast to pro racers. And really, it's, uh, you know, only limited by uh, budget and creativity. Definitely. Very easy to find, skipbarber.com. Very cool website. Fun, enjoyable. Yeah, check it out. Is there a book you've read that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I, I went. I asked my wife about this question, and I gave her a few uh, few options. She kind of chuckled, you know, with you know, always with the sunshine and rainbows, huh, Dooley? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I'm going to go with uh, the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, and okay. the the title is a bit of a misnomer, but at the heart of it, it kind of focuses on this concept of inner resistance as a as a force, as a definable uh, entity to uh, to work against, and that uh, you fight it, you know, because it tries to hold us back from doing our work and accomplishing great things. One act at a time. It's a short read, but uh, I think it can have a, you know, a, a profound impact on your perspective as you uh, go about doing great things. Yeah, absolutely. Great book. Now, I want to go back to your, say your wife's quote again. Well, oh, sorry. It's always with the sunshine and rainbows, huh, Dooley? <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you why. I, I find this fascinating and I'm chuckling here because my wife and I have very different taste in movies. And she says, I always like the movies that end with flowers and sausages. <laughs> And there's a bigger story that I won't bore anybody with, but basically happy, good feeling stories. She tends to like horror films and these very intrinsic things that they end on this abrupt ending. And you're like, what? What is that? And I think she, she instilled it in my son. They like to have these discussions and things. Where did that come from for you, Dooley? 
Well, it, it was it was more that what I was my topics were or my the books were you know more dark and somber and serious. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, kind of, oh, so, so okay, a little cynical there. I get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, very cool. Well, that's got to be a new one here. Maybe uh, uh, my wife will Jill will start using that with me, or maybe I'll use that with her since it has the, <laughs> the dually meaning behind it. <laughs> very cool. I'm gonna try that next time we watch a film and see. She'll go what. Who's Dooley? So uh, there you go. You'll find all these great resources, including The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield on Kirk's show notes page. Just go to show, uh, carsyeah.com, type in Kirk Dooley, D-O-L-L-E-Y, and you'll find everything on his page right there. All right, we're up to the checkered flag. We're going to have a little fun here. I'm going to buy you a cool collector car, something fun. Could be a track car, could be a driver, could be a combination, could be something very expensive or maybe not. Doesn't matter because I'm going to buy it for you today, but you can't sell it. You got to keep it. You got to drive it. It needs to check a lot of boxes, but here's the hard part. It's the only one collectible type car you can have. So you need to choose very wisely today, Kirk. What am I buying for you? 427 Shelby Cobra. Ah, I kind of thought we might go down that path somewhere. I'd have to imagine that there's a number of other guests that probably have that one as well because it is just such an exciting car. Yeah. You know, just power, the sound, the beautiful lines. I mean, the incredible performance and everything that, you know, and and, while I've never had a a proper, uh, you know, ride or drive in one, uh, surely that's just such a visceral experience, uh, you know, going out there and having fun with it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I noticed you picked the big motor, uh, the 427, of course. Got to go with that. Does it matter? Does it have to be one of the originals? Or I've got a good friend, uh, Lance Stander at Superformance, and they will build one of those for you. And you can customize it in any variety of ways, so you don't have to worry about destroying the authenticity of an old one. Can I get a build done for you, or does it have to be an old original shell car? No, I, I, I Superformers makes fantastic uh, you know, cars, uh, you know, replicas and the like. And uh, it's actually a bucket list item for my wife and I is to uh, to do just that. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, you know, because you know, you want we want to enjoy it, we want to drive it, we want to modify it, and frankly, I'm not sure 427 is big enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, be careful out there. You know, the throttle goes both ways. I was told the first day I got on the track in a race car, uh, be careful. But they build some amazing vehicles. I've got to spend time there, I spend a day with them, drive their GT40 and Cobras, their Daytonas. I mean. Really nice stuff, and you can do pretty much anything you want. The great thing about a continuation car, as they say, is you don't have to worry about destroying some kind of authenticity, and actually, they drive way better than the original ones do. A lot safer, I suspect. So do you have a color choice you'd like that thing to be? Uh, it would be a, a, a variation of the uh, the dark blue with uh, with silver stripes. There you go. I love it. I'll get to work on that for you, Kirk. You've taken me on an awesome ride today. This has been really fun. I want to thank you for sharing your journey there at Skip Barber Racing. Before I let you go, could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you tear off into the sunset in that 427 Shelby Cobra? Uh, maybe only that, uh, something that has been important to me for my life is, uh, the wisdom that has come from the if poem by Richard Kipling mm. It's known to, by some, but I uh, would recommend others check it out. And it's just got 32 lines of if, you know, things that if you can do this and if you can do that, then yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And what's more, you'll be a man, my son, uh. that was given to me when I was seven years old by my father. And, uh, it was, you know, another's words, but noble and true and the best I can give. So I offer that to others. It's a wonderful, wonderful poem, especially if you can, I did the same for my son, a wonderful poem to give a son or a friend, anyone. It's it's really spectacular. I'll put a link to that on Kirk's show notes page. And the best way to find you, I assume, is at Skip Barber Racing or skipbarber.com? 
skipbarber.com. There you go. I'll make sure I put links to that. If you have any kind of inclination or dream of getting out on the track, having fun, or just honing your driving skills, that's the one thing that my lesson to Skip Barber taught me. And I'll tell you, they have saved me a few times on the roadway with uh, other drivers who are not paying attention. But there seems to be more and more of those out there. I really encourage you to check this out. Uh, go enjoy it, even if it's a one-day school, but better yet, do the multiple-day schools. Get out there on the track and have some fun. Skip Barber Racing, that's the way to do it. Again, you can find everything on Kirk's show notes page. Kirk, hey, thank you for dialing in today. Thank you for your service to this great country, and thank you for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at Skip Barber Racing School. No, thank you. It's been a pleasure being on your show. Did you know that Cars Yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Libsyn, the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States? That's right. And Cars Yeah! is the only five-day-a-week automotive-focused podcast for you to get your message into the ears of thousands of listeners daily from all over the world. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars Yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars yeah has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars yeah every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique and very personal way? Well, I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at carsyeah.com or through the website at carsyeah.com today to learn more. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.